Hello and welcome to BizWell. It's Melissa Botello and today's episode is very special. I had the opportunity to meet a business owner in New York City who had been closing after 39 years in business in the same location. My story today is really about how I met him, what I learned from him. I'm going to try to splice in some audio that I recorded of him. So the story starts, I'm in New York and I absolutely love Greenwich Village. It's just beautiful. The streets are lined with trees and there's all kinds of cafes and bars and restaurants and you walk by little places and there's jazz music playing. There's a ton of brownstones that are just, for for me, so amazing, just beauty to look at being from California where it's very different here. We don't see that kind of architectural work, an amazing village in place. So I'm walking through the village, just sort of absorb, absorbing everything around me. I stumble onto a little vintage store and I love vintage stores. Part of it is just the hunt of trying to find something super amazing and wonderful. Also just the culture of the store and the clothing and the items there. So I, I see, I pass by this little store and I see in the windows, I decide to go in. I go in and the music's playing great old, I think they had Beatles playing and it, there's a ton of people in there and it, it was a um, early afternoon, four o'clock and I'm going through a box of purses and I'm on the hunt. I'm thinking to myself, I know I'm going to find it old Fendi or Prada, you know, in my mind, at least that's what I'm thinking. And as I'm going through these purses, I hear conversations behind me of a man who's working there talking with different people. And as people would come in, they would say to him, Joe, I can't believe you're closing. Joe, I can't believe you're you're leaving. And I'm sort of hearing this in my peripheral and sort of paying attention and not really. But the more I listen, the more that people come in, they're just in shock and they're sad and they're just like, Oh, you know, telling stories that I'm overhearing about, you've been here for 39 years, you are the staple of our community. And one gentleman came in and said he bought his first suit there back in the 80s. And another person said they had been purchasing vintage t-shirts there for 20 years. And someone got teary-eyed with Joe. So as people started to leave and it became a little bit more quiet, I couldn't help but try to talk. So as people start to leave the store and it becomes a little bit more quiet, I see the person behind the counter doing some paperwork and I decide to strike up a conversation. And I basically said, you know, hey, I, I can't help but overhearing your conversation. So many people coming in to say goodbye to you. So what's happening? And he, let me describe Joe. So Joe probably mid-60s, early 60s, tall, thin, for an older gentleman, very um, distinguished looking, even looked hip. He opened his mouth and he, with a gruff kind of attitude, he was like, don't you see the sign in the door? Don't you see the sign in the door? I'm retiring. I'm, I'm closing up. And so, you know, I chuckled and he chuckled and as I'm very intrigued by story and people's stories, I can't help but want to just dive in and find out what's going on and how long he'd been there and what's happening. And, you know, we started up a chat. I told him I was visiting from California, stumbled onto his shop. It looks amazing. I was finding so many treasures. And I, you know, asked him a little bit about the shop and how long it had been there and, and what was going on. I was in for such a treat, such an amazing person with such a, a robust an amazing story. Joe and I started chatting. It mostly centered initially around all of his customers. And as someone who works in a business where customer experience is so important, 
to me. I was just so intrigued. How did he have so many loyal customers? How were people so touched by him that they were coming in with tears in their eyes because he was retiring? I'm just so interested. I want to know what made this business so unique. At one point I asked him, this is such an amazing conversation. Can I record it please? And told him it was for a podcast, but he agreed. Unfortunately, I didn't have my mobile device at that time. So I had my Apple computer out on, on his countertop. We were talking. And so if you can envision this store, very narrow and sort of long and packed, you know, basically just little aisleways to walk through. So there were racks and racks and it was very well organized. So it had all the vintage t-shirts then it had all the jeans then it had all the leather jackets and then the hats and the purses. His uh, countertop where the cash register was, was just overfilling with just items and things. I was talking to him in between as customers would come in and out. In the audio that I'll share later in the podcast where I'm actually interviewing him and and talking with him, you'll hear a squeaky door, this beautiful, beautiful old uh, door, wood, uh, had two planks down the middle of glass and there were stickers all over it, but this door would open and there would be this creaking sound, people coming in, hey Joe, hey Joe. And so sometimes I would pause as he would talk to customers in between our conversations. So you'll hear a little bit about that later. But really the story why it was so touching to me is, and really what was more touching to me was how it was started and how his tenacity and perseverance you know, took him through 39 years of working. As someone who wants to start their own business at some point and always thinking and looking, and what it reiterated and reinforced to me is that sometimes a business is not gonna just come up in front of you or it's not gonna be something you buy. It will come out of either necessity or a situation. And so his situation was his father owned a dry cleaning business. And through the dry cleaning business, when people wouldn't pick up their clothes or they would forget them, and when people would leave their clothes and forget about them or never pick them up, they would just accumulate. And so one day his father said, hey, put these clothes over to the side, put a dollar on each. And then people who were dropping off their cleaning would come in and see this. So a few things I learned from Joe or things that were really just reinforced. Number one is hard work really matters. And to be successful, you can't take shortcuts. It has to be hard work. You have to put the time in and you have to really care and love what you do. And that was evident with Joe. He absolutely loved everything from finding the vintage clothing or items to seeing his wife repair them and care for them to the way he displayed his store, you know, hard work and being committed and loving what you're doing. Reinforced by Joe. Second, or what was through Joe, was that relationships absolutely matter. And taking care of your customers in a way that that is unique and special and he made everybody feel special when they came in he remembered people he even comments in the clip that i'll play hopefully the audio is good sarah jessica parker as many know lives in new york she was shopping at his store often and he built a relationship with her so she kept coming back so really relationships and be having loyal customers the loyalty to your customers that's how you succeed and the most interesting Part of the story is just learning how the business got started and how through creativity with his father thinking about selling these clothes, putting them out there in the store, you know, seeing it a different purpose for them. So I think looking at business through a creative lens and not just being focused on what your core business is, meaningful to hear and then how through that they were able to spin off another business. The vintage clothing store unfortunately in Greenwich Village came to a close, Starstruck Vintage Clothing. 
So now I'll play a little clip of me talking with Joe um, and some customers coming in and out and just to give you a little glimpse of who Joe is and how he made his impact on Greenwich Village for 39 years. Today we're talking to Joe from the Starstruck Vintage Clothing Store in Greenwich Village, New York. Going out of business. Not going out of business. It you're retiring. Retiring. Closing. People say, oh, you're going out of business. No, no, no. Rent no. Went up. You're retiring for 39 years yes. in the same store, in Correct. the same place. Correct. What we didn't talk about earlier is how did you and your wife start this vintage okay, so here's store? The deal. My brother and brother worked in a lawn store. Dry cleaning store, sorry. Mm -hmm. Dry cleaning store in the East Village. Okay. okay. So he worked for his wife's father. His father-in-law. Mm -hmm. You know, taking in clothing. And, you know, dry right. cleaning, right? Right. You walk on. But after a while, people bring the stuff in and mm -hmm. they don't pick up. You oh, know, they like, leave it. They leave it. They forget about they it. They forgot or six months or whatever. So her, his father-in-law says, Jack, why don't you do this? Take a rack. Put it on the, on the side over there with the machines, you know, the washing machines. Right. All the things that we, we that nobody picks up, put it over there for a dollar, two dollars. And idea. again, dollar, two dollar, two dollar. People buying. Wow. They said, look at this. Buy used clothing. And that was 30 years ago. No, way before. 19, in the early 70s. Early 70s. Okay. That's 70. That's what? That's, 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 that's a long time so ago. Almost, yeah. 50 years. A long time ago. And so... He found out how to get from the father-in-law's place. Right, not from the dry cleaning. Mm -hmm. He found out how to do that. Mm -hmm. And he did. So brought some things into that store. And he did sell those. Mm -hmm. He said, you know what? Good business. I'm going to open a shop. And he opened a store, early 70s, okay. in the East Village. Right. 10th Street. Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. First Avenue, 10th Street. Right. You know, opened the store. And he filled it up. I was there. He filled it up. And it was going so well. He opened another store. At that time, what did he carry in the store? Mm -hmm. Things from the 19, not even, maybe not even 60s. Because this is seven early seventies, right. so it's got to be old. So nineteen fifties, fifties, forties, thirties, but all the old stuff, mm -hmm. just like we carry here, 30s, right? Even right now, absolutely. Right now we have. Yeah. So he opened uh, two stores, and then it's going so well. So my other brother, sorry about be, that. He said, hey, "My brother's making money, huh? And I'm working like a horse. He was, you know, where he worked, you know, Fort and I do. But now it's the uh, what do you call it, the High Line, whatever you call mm -hmm. it. You know, Change. So the meat market. Right. What does it mean, the, the meat market? Why is it called the market? The meat packing district, you uh, mean, where they bring all the at yeah. that time, yeah. the meat market. It was meat. Meat. Real meat. Animals. Animals come. <laughs> so he worked on those. Check it out. He checked it out. Knew where to get the stuff also. He opened the store. Mm. St. Mark's place. You know St. Mark? I do. You do? Yeah, I know it's, where it's at. Down the street. You hit St. Mark. He opened the shop over there. It was going so well. He opened the shop on Broadway. Thank goodness. You had... He went so well. He opened the shop right here on West 8th Street. Okay. Now you ask me how, right? Right. So your two brothers in <clears> the path <throat> led the way to I, vintage clothing. My father, may he rest in peace, says to me, Joe, look at your brother. You're making money. Oh, nothing. I said, um, time goes. I don't know how many times. Three, four times at least. Your I said, dad tried I said, to get no, you Exactly. Finally, my wife says to me, Joe, speak to your brother. I approached my brother. He said, I have you are. So he showed me where to go. He took me places where to buy. Okay. I said, you know what? Let me open up a shop. So I look in the newspaper. And after many places, I don't even know where I'm going. But in the village. But in the, but I'm looking in the village. Okay. Like, where am I going to look? Mm -hmm. So I look in the newspaper. And it says 47 Greenwich Avenue. There's a store. Like, right right store. here. But this guy actually was next store, right? What else would we do in So life? you were saying your two brothers got you into it. Well, one of them, you know. Yeah. Yes. And, then, and then one is still in Connecticut. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good yeah. day. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.
so Joe, you said you touched everything. So you're buying it and then you're coming in here every day and having the store open. And then your wife, you said, mentioned she's touching everything. She's sewing it. Whatever I bring home. Right, whatever you bring home to her. Okay, there's a lot of people coming in and out. Is this a norm? Without exaggerating, 70 to 80% of my looks came from. I bet. For 30 years. 30 years worth 39. of 39. People forgetting. What is this 30? Well, you know because what? you told me about your party at 30. I keep is it, is it his store? It's his yep. store. I'm actually talking to her. We're just talking about success over 30 years. 39 years of amazing. Are you kidding me? What are you going to miss most about this place? Oh, you have to ask me that. All the people? No, people the, for sure, because I know so many people here. Celebrities. Celebrities. You know, some came in one at a time, all these years. Like lately, I mean, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, we know very well from here. Yeah. She was there a couple of weeks ago. Customers, customers. A lot of customers come in. And they almost have tears in their eyes. I know, that's know. what I've seen. Has everybody come in? You haven't seen nothing yet. People can't really. They yeah. can't believe you're yeah, retiring yeah. after 39 years. Well, that's why, you know, closing is what they're most concerned about. So just heard a little bit from Joe about closing after 39 years. So we wrapped up our conversation. I had been there for hours, believe it or not, talking with his customers, talking with him, just enjoying the reflection of his life and his business and his success. And I said to him, I want to bring my son back tomorrow. It, the next day was going to be his last day before closing down for good. And I said, I, I want to bring my son back so he can see this store and the history that was here for 39 years. And I asked him, I said, so is your family coming in tomorrow? Is there a little celebration for your last day here? And he said, no. And I said, what do you mean? No, we have to have a celebration. And he said, no, no, I don't want anything like that. I, he was going to meet with his daughter the week after and transfer the business to her. So I said, I'm going to come back tomorrow and I'm bringing champagne and my son and we're going to celebrate and do a toast and he sort of looked at me like yeah yeah sure right so I did come back the next day I brought my son I came back in and I said Joe like I said I came back I had a little small bottle of champagne I said let's pop this let's do a toast I'm honored to have met you and heard a little bit about your story and your history so we did we popped the champagne we had a little glass uh, shared some with the customers and he asked me to read a little note from his daughter and I'm going to share that clip next in end it there. His daughter is Shane and she lives in Nashville and she has a similar store or shop as his. She has the Starstruck in Nashville. He's passing the torch to her after all of these years. I also got to know her a little bit through him his grandson who had run around the store since he was a toddler. I just felt like I really knew Joe and I was so honored to have been part and listened to his history. So take a listen to this last part. We're going to give him a toast, a cheers, and I'm going to read a little bit of the story from his daughter and close it up from there. Okay, we're back today talking to Joe, wrapping up our story here. We just had a little glass of champagne to celebrate 39 years. It's been a pleasure to meet you. You're inspiring and everything that you've done. I can't wait to share this story with you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And Shane too. Yes, Shane. Thank you so much. She's, uh, she is. Shane's got uh, a version of this store, the Starstruck Vintage Clothing in Nashville. So if anyone ever gets to Nashville, you've got to look it up. Go ahead. I want you to read this. You want me to read it out loud? Yeah, whatever. Okay. If you want to. We got a little something here from social media about Starstruck Vintage. To me, a father and a daughter bond is like a dress rehearsal for life. 
I've been having a really hard time articulating my thoughts because this is my deep, this is way deeper than a brick and mortar store closing. Most of my memories prior to moving to Nashville and opening the shop here took place 40, on 47th and Greenwich Avenue with my dad in the car road tripping for the shop and with my dad learning all the lyrics to all the tunes from the 50s and 60s and that my dad loved watching my son and my dad take, takes over the street playing ball. I can go on and on but all of this to say the Nashville store will be closed tomorrow Friday to Monday and will reopen on Tuesday the 11th and mom you will have been the backbone to both stores. Mom and Dad, I love you. That's to Joe and his wife. From his daughter, she loves you beyond the words. Thank you for teaching me all that you know and having faith in me. Hand over the torch. Oh, that's such a great little story. She loves you. Good job, Shane. You got a good dad. Cheers. Go for it, Joe. So that wraps up our talk and conversation with Joe from Greenwich Village in the heart of Manhattan. And I hope that Joe is fantastic, enjoying his retirement in Florida. Wishing Shane all the best as she takes on the torch that's being passed to her. You've got a wonderful father and I'm honored to have been part, just a little part of his last day of closing up after 39 years. So thank you for listening today. Stay tuned for more of Biswell Podcast on the road. Until next time.